Welcome to episode 16. This is your hostess with the mostess, Derek Chaser. We're chasing the Walt Disney World Resort magic is a reality. I hope everyone had a great week. And without further ado, let's start the show. I think I'm the hostess with the mostest. You are? And you're the host. Oh, okay. All right, I'll go with that. Why not? <laughs> I agree. I agree. I am being joined today by fellow co-host with the mostest, Mindy Chaser. <laughs> in today's episode, we are going to talk about some new happenings in the Chaser's Newsreel, free slash neat stuff to do at Walt Disney World around the holidays in the Chaser's Tidbit, and going to Mama Melrose's at Hollywood Studios and the Chaser's Restaurant Review. A little bit of housekeeping to start the start the show. Um, last episode, we talked about how the fuel rods were going to be a $3 charge. The fans have been heard, Mindy. The fuel rods are still going to be free as of right now. I don't know if that had something to do with the pending lawsuit that was going to be coming from that, but... Uh, for all you fuel rod fans out there, there is, uh, um, as of right now, they actually took down the $3 charge. They're still free for the, um, anytime you want to switch out a fuel rod. And because I just can't get enough of the Skyliner, the Skyliner has transported its one millionth guest, which is pretty darn quick if you think about it in a very short amount of time. Yes. Yes, the applause for the one millionth guest is 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 and unbelievable. And for the fuel rods. And for the fuel rods. So uh, thank you for the sound effects, Mindy. We're we're, we're high tech around here, you know. We we <laughs> only the best for uh, only the best for uh, the uh, wow. WDW Chaser fans. WDW Chaser fans. Yes, it can only go up. We'll from get here. there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. It can only go up. It's from all right. Here. All right, Mandy, why don't you kick off for first story in the Chaser's Newsreel. Okay. Oh, Disney Villains After Hours returns to Magic Kingdom Park with more nights and more wicked fun. And there was an amazing photo of the dragon, uh, Maleficent dragon float that goes through Main Street and through the whole, really the whole Magic Kingdom Park at night during the Villains After Hours. And we love this. This is, this one, of, this is one of the events awesome. that we've actually got a chance to go to. Yeah. So. We don't get to do a lot of after-hour things or um, holiday parties or things like that just because of our schedules and when we actually can go to Disney World. However, we did get to do the Villains After Hours, and we really liked it. Um, and it says, just like us, guests love Disney Villain After Hours so much that next year it's coming back to Magic Kingdom Park with more nights and more wicked fun for all. In 2020... No, in 2020, or 2020, I can't speak right now. Gosh. So I told it, you it's only going to go up from here. I guess. It's, it's Monday, and we usually do it on Sunday. I know. So maybe I'm extra flustered because it's a Monday. I don't know. But anyways, in 2020, the event will take place on 24 select nights, February 7th through July 10th. Yes, that's 14 additional nights. And I'm so glad it'll be around in the summer because we might be able to do it. That's right. Um, Disney Villains After Hours is bringing back the villain-themed elements guests loved. Villains Unite the Night stage show. Hades and Meg from Hercules will set the castle stage ablaze in this exciting and villainous show, which features appearances by Jafar the Queen, 
Dr. Facilier and Maleficent. I wish they changed that up a bit, but I guess I understand well, why they, they kept it. Well, they just made that new I show. Know. It's brand new, That's, so it's not going anywhere. I guess, anywhere. you know. Well, it's, and, and, and for this one, <laughs> what I liked about it is it's a little bit edgier. They yeah, have a lot of performers. It's different. If you remember, they were like, you know, there was like flame, yeah. flamethrowers or, you know. We might only, and, I would probably only be They were like juggling swords and stuff. Yeah. So there was a, there was definitely kind of like a, uh, um, a little bit of a, you know. It was kind of a Halloween Kind slash, of like a really, um, like, you know, like kind of a circus type. You know, for lack of a better word, Something. I'm trying to think. Of, it just had an edge to it. Yeah. I mean, they definitely were doing a lot of, you know, acrobatics and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, anyhow, it'll be good. And there's maybe a lot of people that didn't get to do it the first time around that would like to see it. Or for us, we did spend a lot of time watching that show. Right. Maybe we would go off and do other things and only spend a little bit of time watching it. Um, Spot Maleficent the Dragon the, the Float with her steampunk style and signature wicked grin and be loose at night, will be loose at night, breathing fire as she creeps through the park as a one-of-a-kind experience for party guests. Definitely that would be something I want to see again. That was cool. Dance the night away at the, the Cinderella Castle Four Court stage where a party DJ will be spinning some sick beats. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Transforming the entire central plaza of the park into a killer club scene. I don't know about that. Um, discover surprising villain-inspired additions to Pirates of the Caribbean and Space Mountain. Definitely go for Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't know if I'm brave enough to uh, go through Space Mountain in the complete darkness. So we'll see. Eat and drink wickedly good food and beverage. There's going to be a variety of specialty food and beverage available for purchase, including tasty desserts, drinks, and dishes inspired by your favorite villainous friends. Maybe. And I just want to. There's so many things wait, that are included I in the cost. I just want to interject so. real quick. You get all the free Mickey bars you yeah. want. As we'll part be of it. doing that. I for mean, you sure. pay for it, but exactly. while they do have these cool um, food and beverage options, don't forget that you've already paid yeah. for like. The pops, the popcorn, yeah. the ice cream bars. So That's why I said yeah, maybe on that right. one because there was a lot that we got we not didn't even free really, but we, included we in the even, cost. I mean, no, we, didn't get we were crazy too busy. We were too busy. We, we, were we all had like a, a drink. We all had like a drink and, and an ice cream treat. And an ice cream treat. We, we did get that. some popcorn. Right. Um, event attendees can purchase exclusive merchandise, which we missed out on, we did. as well as items from a curated collection of Disney Villains merchandise available. Enjoy low wait times at more than 25 attractions and experiences after the park closes. I still think we waited a while for Mine Train, but it that was been, the only one. Everything, everything else, else was, was pretty much really a walk fast. Yeah. And, and that was on a sold out night. I wanted. Yeah. It was the first night too. It was. So I wonder what it would be that. like on like some random night. Uh, that it was wasn't media. Sold out. It was a media night. There was yeah. a lot of media there. Yeah, which which was cool because we did get to see the the one and only Tim Tracker. So. True. I don't know. Anyhow, tickets for Disney Villain After Hours go on sale today. You can purchase them in advance for 145 plus tax or 155 plus tax on the event night. So purchase in advance for saving an extra $10 per person. And if you have annual pass holder or DVC, you can take advantage of the $38 discount, which we did that last year. So definitely we will one of us will probably have the pass holder discount and i do want to say that this is a little bit more expensive than the um not so scary halloween party 
or the Christmas You're right. party. I wonder why. Um, it, it just is. The after huh. hours, the after hours events actually do cost a little bit more for whatever reason than than the part the uh, the Christmas and hmm. Halloween party. That's Can't tell you why, but yeah. um, it is definitely marked up a little bit. Hmm. Well, we pay it, so I guess they're making their money. Event tickets allow entry as early as 7 p.m., which gives you time to enjoy fireworks before heading off to the attractions. I wonder if you have to have park tickets that day. Because they're saying allow entry. You do not. Huh. Uh, that might be something to consider. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you. Um, it's it's kind of like the, the party. You don't need a park ticket to get in once you get in for the... Uh, Maybe that this. would be something we would th say, you know what, we're not going to buy a park ticket that day. We'll go mm -hmm. to the event Yeah, you go to the event. Instead, and just use that day as do something else. Well, it could be a resort day or you something. Know? Yeah. And don't forget to show off your sinister side by dressing in attire inspired by your favorite villains. So, I mean, Oh, yeah, come on. Your favorite baddie is what it says. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what a baddie is. Like, like you know, a bad villain, like okay. a bad person, like bad to the bone. I don't like that word. Okay. As a reminder, this event does not include character greetings with villains, which is a bummer. Darn it. For more information on Disney Villain After Hours and to purchase your tickets, visit DisneyWorld.com slash Villains After Hours. So... We probably will do it, though. Maybe. Maybe not. Yeah, I guess it all depends. It's something to definitely, you know, that we're definitely going to look into, but uh, it is definitely, uh, it's a pretty penny. Yeah. For sure. But it's, have five it is, people. It is neat. I guess it would be one of those... It'd be, Budget it depend, your money. Yeah, it depends It depend what we really want to get out yeah. of it after hours this time. Right. If we're just going there to ha go on rides and you can get on them as almost like walk-ons, then it might make sense to yeah. do. I mean, it just depends. And don't buy a park ticket that day. But these, it does go late. Remember, men, we could have been yeah, there like two at night. Yeah, could have been later. So if you can get in at seven, you're talking almost seven hours. You know, five, five to seven hours because it went to about two o'clock at night. So if you can get in at seven. Five hours. It would be midnight plus the other two would be seven. Okay. So, you know, anywhere from five to seven hours, you could get out of the actual uh, One, event. Six hours. Yeah. So. That's true. Um, okay. All right. The next story, getting back on the food. We always, we love talking about food, but uh, they're really going all in. And we've seen a lot of YouTube videos about the plant-based dining at Disney parks. And it's actually getting really good reviews, a lot of the plant-based options. Hmm. Enjoy some of the new plant-based dishes now available at Walt Disney World Resort. Hundreds of new plant-based dishes have landed on menus at Walt Disney World Resort. Just last month, we shared that all of our major quick and table service restaurants would be dishing up delectable new options at Walt Disney World Resort and Disneyland Resort, accompanied by a new plant-based menu icon, a green leaf. Hmm. Not that green leaf, Mindy. Now we're excited to introduce you to more of these tasty offerings you didn't get the joke? Keep going. Okay. No, Including some I delicious didn't. new choices. Oh my. Each one is made from plant-based ingredients like vegetables, fruits, grains, nuts, seeds, and legumes. Or <laughs> what the heck? We I are just killing And without tonight. animal meat, dairy, eggs, or honey. Oh from sweet God. treats to three-course meals and everything in between, there are more than 400 craveable creations to choose from. Uh, planning a trip to Walt Disney World Resort? 
Check out the brand new guide to plant-based dining on the resort's website to learn where these dishes and many more can be found during your visit. That's good that they um, have that option for vegetarians. And uh, they, they've listed a couple of the uh, more popular options. They have a Panna Connie's Congo Lime Delight from Jungle Navigation Company mm -hmm. LTD Skipper Canteen, which is a tasty lime panna cotta served with mango lime sorbet, fresh fruit, and Brazil nut cookie. The Marrakesh Falafel Platter from the Mara at wow. Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge. And this is a delicious plate. Features falafel alongside creamy hummus, soy yogurt, tabula, and a cucumber tomato salad. And don't forget the pita bread. Oh my. There you go, Mindy. The chocolate mint financier from Flying Fish at Disney's Boardwalk. This mm. tempting chocolate financier is accompanied by a creamy frozen mint scoop. Hmm. And That's probably the best of all of them. The lavender donuts from the California oh, yeah, those Grill are up above there. at Disney's Contemporary Resort. Yeah, don't miss these delightful lavender donuts with blueberry gin jam, mm. pistachio crumble, and blueberry folio plant-based frozen yogurt. Huh. Or, Mindy, this would be right for you at Cinderella's Royal Table. They got the chickpea panisse. No thanks. At Magic Kingdom Park. Crispy chickpea panisse, tomato jam, a little bit of those roasted carrots, the chermula spiced garbanzos, and chai powder make this dish fit for royalty. Hmm. These all look really good, though. I mean, I, I mean, the presentation looks yeah. really good. Yeah. The loaded slaw dog from Casey's Corner. Ooh. Ooh, you could get that the next time we go to Casey's. The loaded slaw dog. Mm -mm. You can't go wrong with this plant-based sausage topped with pickled slaw, barbecue vegan aioli, and roasted corn relish, plus your choice of French fries or apple slices. The quino salad from Kusafri Coffee Shop and Bakery at Disney's Animal Kingdom, served with dried fruit and fresh herbs. This salad makes for a tasty snack any time of day. And finally, the Lofu Festin Breakfast from B our guest restaurant at Magic Kingdom Park where you can get your day started with this spread of plant-based eggs, sausage, oh, and bacon served good. with breakfast potatoes and fresh fruit. And these are just a few of the amazing plant-based bites you can discover all across the resort with so many dishes to discover like the mushroom lobster style salad from Coral Reef Restaurant at Epcot or the carrot Ganashi. No, that's Noki. Noki. Oh, yes, it is Noki. From the Turf Club Bar and Grill at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort and Spa, there's something for everyone to enjoy. The Ganashi, a.k.a. the Noki. <laughs> the Noki. The Hokey Pokey Noki. And don't forget that even more plant-based dishes will be arriving at Disneyland Resort as well in 2020, etc., oh etc. Et Stay tuned to the Disney Parks blog as we keep you up to date with the latest plant-based foodie news. So, Mindy, what do you think about that? The best part about that was listening to you read all those um, food things. The food things? The, the ganaki? Yeah, the ganaki? that was the best part of, of all that, really, if you want me to be honest. Oh, the noki noki artichoke. Okay. Keep going. Oh, it's my no, turn. It's your turn. Come on now. <laughs> this is professional. Come on. Run Disney toasts the 10 years of Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. So, 10 years... That sounds really fun if you're a runner. Yeah, these events are huge, but that would be really uh, it just cool. happened this past weekend. Why don't you read a little bit about like what, what, what they were? This weekend, Run Disney will celebrate 10th annual Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon. The past 10 years have brought some amazing moments. 
exciting races and compelling stories and we're looking forward to more excitement this year with the 5k on friday november 1st 10k and kids races on saturday november 2nd and the half marathon on sunday november 3rd runners and guests can start celebrating the race weekend thursday october 31st which already happened all this already happened right when the health and fitness expo kicks off at espn wide world sports Visit the expo from Thursday to Saturday for exclusive race weekend merchandise, interactive demonstrations, innovative tech, and gear to encourage health and fitness. That's cool. We're hope, we hope you're getting excited for race weekend as we are. To toast to the 10th anniversary, let's look back at the top 10 moments in Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend. So and, these are 10 things that happen throughout yeah. the year. In 2010, the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon began on Saturday, October 2nd, 2010. At the time, it was the first run Disney event held at night and the first to involve a relay option. Cool, very track-esque. A little bit of trackery in there. 2010 to 2012, Anton Van Zyl is one of two people in run Disney race history to win three consecutive half marathons. Mm -hmm. Nice job, Anton. He won the first three Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathons in 2010, 2011, and 2012, also making him the only male to have won the race more than once. And then he had the Ganache, a.k.a. the Noki, <laughs> for, for a big meal afterwards. In 2014, Chris Sork became the youngest participant to win the Half Marathon at the young age of 21. And in 2016, for the first time in event history, the Disney Wine and Dine Half Marathon started in the morning. Mm. Yeah, they, not at night anymore. Let's just throw it in the morning. And also in 2016. Wow, there's like lots of things that happened in 2016. The excitement, I'm sure, is killing you all to listen to this. Mm. The Run Disney began serving up some new flavors, expanding to a four-day event that included the, the additions of the 10K race and a new challenge event, Lumiere's Two Course Challenge. Oh, wow. And in 2016, Jason Simpson from Boulder College Colorado he set the record Mindy at mm -hmm. the Disney wine and dine half marathon course record he ran a time of one hour 10 minutes and 24 seconds that's actually cooking we met Walter Beckman the determined blind runner from Pensacola who completed Lumiere's wow. challenge and is returning the run during the 10th that's anniversary great. weekend that's awesome and then in 2017 there was a Brazilian runner Giovanni Martinez Martins made history as the first woman to be the overall winner of a Run Disney mm. Half Marathon race in one hour, 19 minutes, and 22 seconds. That's wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's awesome. For the And then also in 2017, for the first time, Run Disney race participants had the chance to run through Pandora, the world of Avatar, at Disney's Animal Kingdom with both the 5K Half Marathon courses crossing through the land. And then finally, also in 2017, for the first time in event history, Run Disney used the cast of the Adventurers Club, both on course and during the post-race party. Hmm. That is awesome. So, not running, but still want to celebrate the 10th Annual Wine and Dine Half Marathon Weekend with us. Um, these are all kind of done right now, but in the future, you can join the cheer squad as a spectator. And I believe it's coming up in February. Um, I know they have races the Dopey in Challenge. January and February. They have a lot more coming up that is going to yeah. be, and we'll talk about those. But sure. the whole Run Disney, I put this it's in a big there. Deal. It's it's a big deal, and I know that uh, running has become a lot more popular in yeah. recent years, and it's really cool because from what I've seen of these events, 
if you complete the race, you actually get a race medal. That's and a really lot of, cool and Disney. It's a, it's a really cool yeah. race medal. A lot of people take pictures in front of Magic Kingdom mm -hmm. with uh, the castle with, with their medal. Yeah. And it's kind of cool throughout the course. There's characters. They've got a lot of Disney characters that kind of line the course. And then there's family that gets to go and cheer on That's you know, the neat. runners. So I think, and, and from what I've heard too, there's some a people, it's, it said, yes, um, obviously it's extremely competitive and there are people winning the race, but it's also for those people that just want, you know, even if you don't sit there and set the course on fire, you can literally still run through some really neat, yeah. you know, this one, for instance, it run. You're running through Epcot. How cool is that? Yeah. Um, some of them, they're just. They're, all of them are a little bit different, but to be able to run through Epcot, have a bunch of characters, having people cheer for you, get a you know get a medal, and you know feel pretty cool about yourself. I just think, I just think it's a really neat like option it. that they actually have added, and you know this is something that you know I I used to run as you know Mindy. Unfortunately, yeah. I can't anymore, um, but. Um, thank goodness I'm still able to speed walk, if you will, and get hmm. around get around the parks without any problem. And you're but, willing, and you're you're able to like motivate the boys with their running right. since they did running this year for cross country. So, so. but it's fascinating to me. <laughs> Wanted to throw that out there, but there's a huge Run Disney community, and you can find them on Facebook at Run Disney, Instagram at Run Disney, Twitter at Run Disney, and YouTube at Run Disney. That's if you cool. want to check out more. About, they do uh, runs at the resorts, like if you're staying do. at the resorts. Tell them about that beignet run that, yeah. that was at uh, um, Port Orleans Riverside, Mindy. They, we stayed at Port Orleans, and we didn't realize it was going on or whatnot. It was like on a Saturday um, or something. It was one of the days we were there, and it was it's early in the morning because it's so hot. But they do them like all the time, I believe, like once a week. Right. Um, so that way, you know, as you're going and traveling, if you are a runner and you do like to run... Um, I don't know that you get like fancy medals. I don't think so. No, but no, no. You get like a little prize. <laughs> yeah, I think for the beignet one, you got like a free beignet. And Owen was like, "What are they doing?" Because we saw him running. There was a lot too. And, there, and there was a pretty like, big oh, group shoot. of people. Oh shoot! If we would have known, we would have um, signed him adults, up. Adults, children. To run. I mean, it. You you name it. Yeah. From uh, um, so old to young, cool. there was a lot lot of uh, participants. So it was cool. Uh, Chasers tidbit time, Mindy. Anything else? So you're good with uh, good That's with good. the Chasers newsreel. Yep. Uh, Chasers tidbit with the the holiday season fastly approaching, and just about as quick as Halloween came, uh, the parks at Walt Disney World have already been themed for the holidays. Woohoo! <laughs> and with that. I thought it would be a kind of a neat idea to go over a couple. Most of these are free. There's only one that has a cost to it out of six. And I'll notate the one that has a cost to it when we get to it. But um, So I, I titled it because one of them has a cost to it. Free slash neat stuff to do at Walt Disney World around the holidays. Because there's a lot of things that you actually can do without even having to um, physically go into the actual parks themselves. These are all done at uh, um, the, the surrounding, um, you know, hotels That's that, cool. are, that the are around the resorts that are around Walt Disney World. I'll let you kick off the first one, man. I gotta say something. Go ahead. Christmas is starting now. <laughs> yes, Christmas <laughs> is starting now. Uh, it is good We're ready singing. For it. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, it so is. So, anyways, 
if you watch YouTube and Tim Tracker, he does that all the time, and I just think it's it's really cute. So we do that here at our house when we, we do. do something Christmassy early or, you know, whenever in December, we'll say that. Anyhow, number one of the free slash neat stuff to do around the holidays at Disney World. You can visit the Grand Floridian Gingerbread House and see the Christmas tree. The Grand Floridian is a resort um, on the monorail loop, and they are notorious for having this amazing gingerbread house set up. It is just beautiful and it's huge. It's the big. It's the biggest out of all. There's there's a lot of gingerbread houses, and we'll we'll go through that on this list that are at the other resorts. But it's the biggest uh, out of all of yes. the gingerbread houses. And I know too, a lot of people go there to actually physically buy gingerbread cookies. Yeah. Get hot chocolate. Yeah. They, they make it a whole experience. Yeah. And if I, if memory serves me correctly, the actually in the gingerbread house, it's so big, they've actually got a stand where the workers are. Something like that. You know, yeah. it's right around yeah. in that area. Um, but then Definitely. they have the huge Christmas tree that they yes. have also. Yes, in. they have a humongous Christmas tree, beautiful Christmas decorations. So it's just something you can do along the monorail loop. And the Contemporary has some gingerbread stuff set up too. Yes. So really, I mean, you could go around the whole entire monorail loop yeah um uh, and see all the different i know one of yours it's a little out of order but along the monorail loop you've got grand floridian you've got contemporary having like a gingerbread and you could finish the night up with going to the polynesian and i'm not sure what kind of christmas decorations but then you could watch the fireworks there right. as you said for number five so you could make a nice experience out of that but the cool thing um, with all that too at the Grand Floridian is they also have the Grand Floridian band mm. that's playing Christmas mm -hmm. music so you could really get into the whole and I say the reason I said that this is kind of free is you're not you obligated to actually buy right. anything at the Grand Floridian you don't have to pay to get into the Grand Floridian and you don't have Floridian. to have a park ticket that day no so that could be like your resort day where you're like we're just gonna take a day to just chill and and relax and go like look at stuff something really cool that you can do that day and i mean this does cost money but you could go visit the enchanted rose while you're over at the grand floridian right. the restaurant and lounge. the new beauty and the beast themed granted uh, now that's not lounge. free because you're paying for your and, drink and, and that lounge i know we talked about it a couple shows ago yeah. it is beauty and the beast themed but it's themed more after after the new movie as mm -hmm. opposed to the original animated So that's classic, just another so. thing while you're at the Grand Floridian. There's so much to do there. Yeah. So much. Uh, number two on the list is uh, visit the Carousel Gingerbread House at Beach Club. This one's a really cool one because this changes every year. They theme it a little bit different. Hmm. It's always a carousel. I didn't know about this. But uh, um, I think it was two years ago it was Stitch and then... Um, they had a bunch of stitches throughout the whole carousel. That's but, cool. But uh, it this this is also an amazing um, gingerbread house that they have. Now this is not on the mono, monorail no. loop. This one is a uh, beach club is over by the boardwalk and the yacht club, which is very close to Epcot. Maybe if you needed a break from Epcot yeah. at midday, you, or you could just walk right you know, out in the evening yeah. when you're done. If you wanted to go out the back way. And walk over to Beach Club and look at that. And we've talked about that in one of our recent episodes 
when we were talking about walking on the boardwalk. Yeah. But literally, Beach Club is right next is, to boardwalk. Is, is, is right there with the boardwalk so, as well as the yacht club. You totally could just and walk it is over. Yeah, it's it's no longer to walk to Beach Club than what it would be to get over to the boardwalk. But they have the Carousel Gingerbread House, and this thing cool. is just amazing. It looks like a regular carousel with the horses, the whole nine yards, and they just theme it and they put a character on there. And it's it's quite has quite the following in in, in recent years for sure. So that's another um, neat option that you can uh, definitely do if you want to have a little bit of downtime, or if you're not going into the parks at all in general. The third uh, option that we came up with is you could go over to Wilderness Lodge where they have a huge fireplace. And over at the Wilderness Lodge, you could drink a festive drink in front of the fireplace at Wilderness Lodge and check out the Christmas tree and decorations. And this is very rustic, the Wilderness Lodge is. And this, this fireplace is absolutely huge and the Christmas tree that's in there. And I know you've seen pictures before too, Mindy. Oh, Mindy's actually looking up the carousel. Isn't that neat? I just wanted to see a photo of the carousel yeah. while we were looking at it. I'm sorry to digress. I just I wanted cool, to look though? at a photo of it. And that is a gingerbread house. Literally looks like a carousel. It is made of gingerbread. Last year's theme was, um, it says four horses. They're just putting the finishing touch. Oh, and they have hidden Mickey's on it. I forgot hidden about that Mickey's. too. Hidden Mickey's. Um, wow. Oh, last year's honors. Um, Donald and Daisy. Goodness sakes. And I think the year before that was, is so was pretty. Yeah. Isn't that's that cool? just amazing. One of the horses had like a candy cane mane. How cool is that? Wow, you definitely want to see that. Oh my goodness! Just out of curiosity. This is what um, goes into this this gingerbread. I'm okay. sorry to no no that's fine. I, time, I was jumping. No, go ahead. This massive candy construction is made of the following ingredients. It has 36 pounds of honey. It has 96 pounds of bread flour. 100 pints of eggs. 10 pounds of spices. 10 quarts of simple syrup. 150 pounds of icing. 50 pounds of dark chocolate. 50 pounds of modeling chocolate and 200 gum paste flowers. 2019 pieces of gingerbread in total. 19 hidden Mickeys. Can you find them all? This would have been last year's. Holy moly. That's incredible. That's just amazing. Wow. I just wanted to look at it. No, it's, yeah, definitely. Uh, Google. Uh, look up. Yeah, I just literally just, just googled in, it. Type it into YouTube and, if you're curious too, because yeah. I know a lot of the vloggers they I mean, they always make it a point to go that is really and check neat. out the carousel at the just beach. Just another club. reason to go to Disney at Christmas time. How awesome! Uh, back to number three, uh, man. I was talking about. Sorry. No, you're fine. Like having like a hot chocolate yeah. or a festive drink at Wilderness Lodge. They got the big fireplace and they have a huge Christmas tree it's that very they set pretty up there. there as well. And it's just very rustic, kind of feels very homey. That's so I think Christmassy. that'd be it. And they've got rockers in there too. You can sit there and kind of, you know, in front of the fire. And and they have quick service. If you're over there and you Roaring don't want to spend a lot yeah. of money on like a yeah. big, you know, sit down meal, they have really nice quick service restaurants over there. So, um, you know, something to do that's that's fairly inexpensive for a meal. 
Number four is, this is the one that I don't have prices um, because I think it can change a little bit year to year, but a sleigh ride at Fort Wilderness Campground. How cool would that be? Yeah, I mean, Annabelle I, I, know, I know Annabelle would really like that, but obviously there's not going to be snow in Florida. Right. But to just be able to go out on a sleigh ride and uh, get get that experience without freezing to death, I think that that would be a really neat uh, neat option as well. And I think Mindy's actually looking that up right now. Do you want to give a little bit more details on that? Um. Oh wow. Okay. Oh, oh you do got a price on it. Hmm. So. Horse drawn excursion for Christmas, holiday sleigh rides over at Fort Wilderness Campgrounds. Um, horse drawn excursion, holiday sleigh rides. Take in the magic of the holidays with a cozy sleigh ride through secluded woodland beauty. Decorated with lights and garlands, these sleighs are available during the month of December. You can get them at um, the cabins at Fort Wilderness. Your carriage awaits. There's also, it says, offered at two, two unique Disney Resort hotels. Carriage rides. Disney's Port Orleans. They do have them at Port Orleans, uh, so Riverside. So you could do, I've seen them at do it there. So you could do them at Port Orleans Riverside or just Port Orleans Resort area. I'm okay. not sure where you get it at. but And then horse-drawn carriage rides, Disney, um, Fort Wilderness. At the Circle D Ranch. Annabelle would just love those horses. So that's pretty cool. I think... I'm not seeing a price. But you could search a little bit more. I think I saw it if you scroll uh, back Wait up. a minute, wait a minute. Okay, this one here is um, at Port Ro Orleans Riverside. Carriage fits up to four adults or two adults and three small children. Each horse-drawn carriage ride costs $55 there. Um, horse-drawn carriage rides over here at Fort Wilderness are 55 but then holiday sleigh That's rides. I think it was 80-something. Uh, they don't see a price. Okay. So I'm not sure about, oh no, 84, okay. 84. So of course it's a little bit more. With it being holiday, I don't know if they take you further or oh, they what the thing really is. Theme so maybe the ones that at Riverside aren't necessarily Christmassy themed. Um, but the horse sleigh, the sleigh one, it's a 25 minute ride. Okay. Whereas these other ones, I don't know. Oh no, these are 25 minute ride. Yeah, they're all 25 minute ride, but the, the holiday sleigh one's probably a little bit more themed, you know, and if you've got multiple people. I just thought it'd be yeah, something really cool to that's do. That's neat. If you're looking for something to do, it's definitely an option, and it looks fun. They also, um, I will note, over at Fort Wilderness, they do have like a campfire thing outside at night. So I think it's the Chippendale go to. I'm pretty sure that at the campsites at Fort Wilderness yeah, Resort, they do have like the nighttime and that, campfire, and that doesn't cost. So anything. that's something else, and the campfire yeah. doesn't cost. So and Chippendale, there's another get a option. Free character interaction, yeah. You know, so that that's kind of cool too. Um, I'll let you take number five. You're very Which familiar with we it. We already said, but watching yeah. the fireworks at the Polynesian. And if it's a night of a Christmas party, they're going to be like holiday themed. And they pipe the music in. They, they have pipe the, music. the music in down at the so beach. So you won't yeah. see the projections, but you'll see the, All the fireworks, fireworks. And hear the soundtrack. You'll hear the yeah. soundtrack. So, I mean, I mean, that would be cool in itself. Yeah. Definitely. And then I'll also let you do this one, Mindy. I know you're going to pull, um, pull this yeah, one. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and pull it up. 
The tree trail at Disney I think Springs. That was, last year, it, it was a really big event that they had where, at, once again, no cost for this right. at Disney Springs, but where you can actually go through the tree trail. And I remember, if memory serves me too, you could actually meet Santa Claus at no additional I, charge at that too. I'm about 100% sure be. that that was. From November 8th through January 5th, discover 23 holiday trees, each inspired by a Disney character or theme. This is over at Disney Springs. It's from the videos I saw, because yeah. obviously we haven't done it. Very pretty. Another option that you're not paying to go in a park. Right. Begin your tour near the play fountain outside. Once upon a toy in the marketplace. Um, there's a whole bunch. I'm not even going to list them all. But all the movies, theme parks, um, all the most popular Disney movies, basically. With the theme parks and, like, villains and Fantasia and stuff like that. Um, plus, if you're participating in Stitch's holiday gift hunt, spend a little more time gazing at the Mickey and Minnie tree. So there's clues. So that must be like a maybe like a little clue scavenger hunt thing. Um, That's really cool. And it says it will be in full effect Sunday through Saturday. So every day, 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. That's cool. Although it does say times are subject to change without notice. But anyway, something really neat to look into for sure. Anything else um, besides... We, you mentioned also that uh, the contemporary I, has 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 the option as well. Yeah, yeah. Where they got that? It's I don't want to say it's small, but I think out of the three gingerbread houses, that it is. I mean, it's not huge. It's but frozen themed this year. We saw it. It was if a you're frozen on that monorail loop. It's it was cute. a frozen themed yeah. uh, gingerbread house. Mm-hmm. No, I really I can't think of anything else um, aside from visiting the parks and. Definitely, if you're if you're trying to decide what parks you want to go to, um, if we were trying to swing it, we probably would. We obviously, hundred percent, would do Magic Kingdom because they have the party, the Christmas party, which does cost extra. But you could say, I'm not going to get a park ticket that day right. and do the Christmas party instead. You get in at like 4 p.m. or something. Um, and our other choice that we would consider for parks for um christmas time is hollywood studios they have some really amazing things i know now that's not free because you have to have a park ticket but if you're already at florida you're already at disney and you're planning to go to the parks you already said i'm going to the parks the top two parks that we would choose would be magic kingdom and hollywood studios and in a in a quick third place probably Epcot. epcot yeah you know for as much as we love epcot Hollywood Studios has the traditional, gosh, I don't know why I can't speak tonight. I apologize. Uh, Hollywood Studios has the traditional. um, The old time, like, decorations decorations and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's really neat looking. So, and then, and then Epcot has, like, kind of, like, around the world themed with, like, the showcase. So. And we'll talk about a lot of the different theming at each of the theme parks as in the upcoming episodes yeah i'm sure it's gonna be in the news you know it's definitely gonna be we'll be we'll be talking about that here probably it could be as early as the chasers uh newsreel next week because they're putting up all the decorations just went up so definitely it might be as early as next week we have a friend who goes you know often to disney but to make it 
fit into the price range, you know, she might only do like one or two days at the parks and then she'll go do this kind of stuff. So right. you're still getting the immersion, you're still getting the Disney experience, but you know, you're not spending as much money, but you're still getting to go and have your dose. You're, of Disney. you're still getting the holiday holiday feel. I really feel like that's probably the, the route we're going to go next year is to right. do our summer trip, but do this. Um, we just wouldn't do such a lengthy trip. It'll be short. That way we can get it all in. So I think, you know, it makes me want to go bad. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Ready for the Chasers restaurant review? Yes. Okay. Well, we are heading over to Hollywood Studios. Speaking of Hollywood Studios, yeah. uh, Mama Melrose, Restaurante Italian. So good. And there's a little backstory about wow. Mama Melrose's. And Mama Melrose's story is as follows. Once upon a time, a young girl from a small Sicilian village moved to Hollywood to become a star. However, she soon found that cooking was her true calling as she recreated her papa's secret recipes for her starving actor friends. At their urging, she opened a restaurant in a vacant backlot warehouse once used to store film equipment. Mama's culinary talent soon attracted the patronage of film industry insiders who dubbed her Mama Melrose after the lively Los Angeles thoroughfare. Her establishment became became known as the place where Italy meets California in the heart of the backlot. And the rest, as they say, is history. So there's awesome. a little bit of a back background. And, um, yeah. and this is all, everything we're talking about here is on uh, DisneyWorld.Disney.Go.com. Uh, Mama Melrose under Disney's Hollywood Studios. And... Ben Benita A Mamas. Wow. The vivacious Mama Melrose serves up homestyle Italian fare with flavors as bold as she is. Checked curtains, overhead string lights. Very cute. It is really neat. The theming it, is just I like, so yes. beautiful. Hanging foodstuffs and walls crowded with Mama's eclectic memories yes. or mementos, I'm sorry, transform this former backlot warehouse into a cozy and inviting dining space. The same scrumptious menu is served for lunch and dinner. And uh, Buen we Appetito. We maybe. We did go for, it was a late lunch, early mm -hmm. dinner. Start with one of Mama's appealing appetizers like crispy calamari before moving on to an assortment of signature flatbreads fresh from the oven. Then select from a host of enticing entrees that include authentic pasta, savory chicken and seafood preparations, or even the charred strip steak. For dessert, enjoy a taste of La Dolce Vita with Mama's tiramisu or Ghirardelli chocolate and cherry tort. Mm. Naturally, we offer a selection of Italian and Californian wines, draft beers, and specialty cocktails for guests 21 years of age and up. And of course, Mama always invites you to top off your Italian dining experience with an authentic mm. cappuccino, espresso, cafe latte, or cafe mocha. Mm. And they do recommend getting a reservation 180 days out. You could get that one. But you definitely can. A lunch dinner. Uh, the lunch starts as early as 10.30. Wow. And lunch is served from 10.30 to 3.25. Dinner is served from 3.30 to 9. It is... Um, I'm going to open up the menu. 
they're saying that the price range is 15 to 35 bucks per adult it is uh this would be a good uh, it's only one amenity yeah this is a great restaurant to go to because i think it's a little bit on the pricey side yeah. if you want to get an appetizer it is um and an entree I don't need an appetizer um so i would say that uh, this is definitely this is one of the restaurants you can go to and get good bang for your buck with the uh, the dining plan yeah definitely um uh, some of the appetizers, I know some of this is going to be a little bit of a repeat, but it's really kind of an extensive Italian menu. They've got a lot of they appetizers. They've got the calamari, oh, yeah. uh, they have a uh, um, pepperoni and sausage, carne di Italia flatbread. I know you really like the flatbread. Like we got, we got that. the flatbread. Because it we was were good allowed, too. we were on the dining plan. We each were allowed to get an appetizer. And we were allowed to get an appetizer. An so we yeah. did. And oh, wow. It was good. Caesar salad. I think that's what I think I got you the Caesar salad. You might have got salad. that, but maybe you got soup. I don't um, remember. Mushroom flatbread, house made Italian meatball. Um, Just mar- a lot to choose margarita from. Margarita flatbread. Now the entrees, they do have uh, um, a seafood option seafood fra diavolo. Shrimp, mussels, calamari, fish, and spaghetti. They do have a charred strip steak. I got the strip steak, and it was amazing. And it came with that four-cheese macaroni that I really mm. liked, too, as a side. Um, with the pancetta, that was delicious. You some know of, what I got. And some of the best <laughs> macaroni and cheese I've ever had. Wow. Um, I really liked it. And it has a, a wine reduction that goes over mm. the steak. It was just delicious. Um, yeah, I'm going to get to yours. Uh, wood grilled chicken and penne pasta, oven baked chicken a la parmesan. That's what that was you mine. got. You got the chicken parm. Yes, I did. You always get the chicken parm. I do, and, and oh, it didn't disappoint at all. It was good. And then they got shrimp campolini, chicken campolini, uh, Mama's Italian campanelle, campanelle. Right. I'm sorry, I don't know why I was calling it campanile, but. Um, Mama's Italian pasta. Now See, that's some expensive spaghetti. Spaghetti tossed with roasted garlic, tomato, fresh basil, nineteen bucks, basil, and asaggio herb crostini. Nineteen bucks. Wow. But it's probably the plate's probably. I don't as, care. As big as, Good God. You know, Oliver would be like, I want the pasta, the Mama's Italian pasta. Oh, and I want the adult portion because yeah, I know I'm going to eat a bunch. He would get it, and it would be like, as, you know, as 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 big as his whole body. Yeah, he would still eat it probably. And then they do have a seasonally inspired chef selection um, at market price. And they do have sustainable fish, too, at market price. Wow. But it's just very, very, you know, you're... It's I, so good. I don't want to say it's just standard Italian. But it's I, good. I, don't, I know. I don't want to say standard Italian because I think it's better than that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's really good. This is definitely... It's delicious. And I'm not knocking Olive Garden. This is a step up. Oh, this is like huge this is steps like five up. five steps up. Ten you do, steps I just, up. I, I don't want people thinking that, you know, hey... I love Olive Garden. But, right. But I don't want but, people thinking that this is like, you know, um, a, you know, elevated... I mean, it's 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 not... It's, it's so, so much good. better. So this and the is, service this, here is just this is wonderful. This is nice sit-down great atmosphere yeah this is a very nice relaxing meal mm-hmm. in the air conditioning right you know when it's super hot it's, out yeah you get in the air and you know what if you're not on the dining plan and you're like i just want to get in the air conditioning and maybe you just order an appetizer and i can't remember our you know, waitress but she was she amazing she was the best she was really i don't good. know her name i remember i just remember ago. how how good she was she too. was awesome um, and and then we did get, uh, we had a, um, 
I have no clue. I don't remember the design. We got to try basically about four different types. Hmm. Um, a little bit of everything. We got to try a little bit of everything because we oh, were. Oh, did on we get the, the dessert sampler? Maybe we did. It was the dessert sampler. That's what, exactly. Yeah, what we that's got. right. I remember that blood you, orange and, cake. And it was um, lemon cheesecake, which I thought was delicious because I love cheesecake and I like lemon. Yeah. Uh, the passion fruit pearls. The Valencia Blood Orange Cake, which was good, and the tiramisu. That. I don't think there was a bad thing on there. No. I think we liked them all, to I'm be honest with sure. you. Um, and, and here's something, though, too. I'm going to throw this out there. As far as dessert prices go, that's dirt cheap. Six Whoa. bucks and 50 cents. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. The entrees are where you're going to get yeah, dinged a little bit. they're pretty expensive. Um, the chart strip steak, for instance, if you're not on the dining plan. Oh, look at this. 33 bucks. Go ahead. I can get... Okay, I can get basic spaghetti for nineteen, sure, or for an extra six dollars, I can get oven baked chicken parmesan, which is like so good. And I remember how full we were. Like oh we my left, gosh. and oh, and this is one of the restaurants too that is um, Fantasmic dining package because yeah. we got the Fantasmic tickets. And I, I want to go on the record as saying this: if you use up your three fast passes. Um, and I know we've talked a little bit about the fast pass system before. This is not a hard to get Fantasmic. If you keep on, you know, periodically looking back trying to get it, you can get um, the fast pass Fantasmic. Yeah. Without paying for the dining package. That's true. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Because we you didn't, we didn't be, have. You have to be persistent, but you could totally. I didn't. Do it. We didn't have a problem. We got the dining that. package on this. Back and here, we yeah, had well, the yeah. food plan. The and we had the food plan, plan and so then it just kind of came with it. But if you're not, but I wonder if, if we you're paid not on the food plan, we did. They they actually elevate. Sure, we paid more. The, the tickets. It's not. It's not crazy, but it's like five, ten bucks a person. I hmm. I want to say something like that. Hmm. Um, so if you want to guarantee you're going to have reserved seating. For Fantasmic, I get it, but I don't think it's. Necessary. I, I don't think it's necessary. No. I'm, I just wanted to go. But we thought that. it was, and and we fell for it. But not no. saying it's a scam. It's not. But it's not. But we, after you do we it over and over, you learn nearly little things. as educated. Right. And when someone says, "Hey, you want to make sure that you get into Fantasmic?" Yeah. We're like, "Yeah, that sounds like a great idea." Mm -hmm. So, just you know, probably food not for necessary. Thought. But very, very good restaurant. We we really enjoyed it. Food was delicious. Service was great. And just to give you an idea of some of the things that the kids can actually get to, obviously they can get spaghetti. And I think all three of ours got spaghetti. Probably. Um, but they also have a grilled chicken that breast. They have chicken parm over spaghetti too for the mm -hmm. kids. Eleven bucks. That's a heck of a deal. Yeah. For I mean, for a kid, eleven dollars. Yeah. And I will say this. Um, one thing that I will give credit to Walt Disney World for, I have always thought that their kids' menu They're options very, um, are very reasonable. economical. Would you agree with yeah. that? Yeah. And if you... Now, I don't know this about the, the sit-down places, but if you go to a quick service and you order a kid's item, whether you're a kid or not, they give it to you. Right. So you can save money that way. If you're like, I'm not a big eater. I really just want a kid's meal, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm pretty sure that they, they give it to you. And, yeah, and I I know for a fact that, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that we've seen videos for or whatnot, and they do that, and they're just like, hey, I mean, that's what I want. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with it. And, and sometimes, to be honest with you, sometimes if you're 
kind of more in a basic mood for some of the more basic foods that's me you might not like some of the other things right. and some people might like the options better that are on the kids yeah. menu yeah. you know that's probably just me. it just depends i i didn't say that i'm just it's okay um <clears throat> non-alcoholic beverages they do have a specialty character drink they have these at a lot of the sit downs yeah, where you can do. get that minute made light lemonade yeah. for the kids and they and they serve it in a character uh, glowing character cup which is kind of cool um, the cappuccino, espresso, lattes, frozen cappuccino, cafe mocha. I know. And Joffrey's coffee is good. I like yes. Joffrey's coffee. So it is a Joffrey coffee. Nice. And, ooh, press pot. You can get uh, some uh, pressed coffee from Joffrey's. Serves two for nine bucks. I, wow. I, I wouldn't mind trying that with you. Yeah. Um, and then if you do want a specialty um, uh, cocktail, they do... One of the, and actually, I think I we, 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 both got, we both I got this, actually. I bet you anything I got. But it's, we did. You think? Because that's where the, they have the glow cubes in them. And the kids, the kids are playing with the glow oh, cubes. Yeah. The Magical Star Cocktail, that is like one of the generic ones that's at a lot of the I don't um, know why. If servers. I were going now, I would probably pick the Bellini. But uh, the Bellini, mm -hmm. yeah, that would be more of an Italian, definitely Italian option. Like if you're going to Olive Garden or mm -hmm. something like that. But uh, Red Sangria. Mm -hmm. But uh, Mama's Margarita, there you go. Mm. Um, but uh, they do have a couple cocktails that are on there as well. And then wines that, while well, I'm not even going to go, no, their, their wine fine. list you, is very extensive. Nice. Very nice, very expensive. Very, very, very all the um, basics. expensive uh, wine list. They have list. all the basics. And then if you uh, want a beer on draft, they have Yingling, Peroni, which is, Peroni is delicious on draft. And I like Blue Moon too, so... Mm. All three of those are, are pretty good uh, wow. um, beers on draft. There and then go. they do have some liqueurs as well um, and two-ounce pours. But mm. uh, what do you think, Mindy, overall? What would you rate Mama Melrose's Ristorante Italiana? 9.5. Italiano. A 9.5. I love Italian. I love this place. And I'm not giving it a 10. I don't really... I don't know why, but I guess it's it's not... To me, it's not Ohana dinner. Like Ohana dinner gets my ten, so but it's it's awfully close because I just I I love Italian food. I thought it was really good. the The server we had was amazing. She just treated us like gold, and um, I just loved it. I know that we should we, go back. I know that we talked about going back on this I last. I don't know why trip we didn't because. We really enjoyed we were it. Being, we were pressing the pennies. That's yeah. why. And we weren't on the meal yeah. plan. But you know what? That was good. And I enjoyed everything. I enjoyed the steak. Really it. liked the macaroni and cheese. Loved the atmosphere. It's a great... It's You're a good, not a huge Italian fan. It's a good restaurant so, for me. For me, it's a solid eight. It's it's definitely a restaurant I'd be more than happy to go back to. In, in Hollywood Studios. I guess you're thinking, well, there's five of us, yeah. so the price adds up when you're not well, on the No, not so plan, much that. It's just, I compare this to, like, you know, going to Ohana, Mama Melrose's. You it's know, not it's, as expensive as Ohana. No, it's not. It's just, I'm kind of looking at it as, you know, but then, then again, I'm so high on the Polynesian to begin yeah. with. There's other factors. This is a solid eight for me. I would, I would go back here. I would like with no to. issue. I would like I, to. I, I would be more than happy to go back, and uh, you know, it might even get better marks this time around because 
you, you start getting a couple couple meals there where mm -hmm. your expectations were met but very good very good option and uh in some upcoming episodes we have also eaten at sci-fi and dine um we've also ate at 50s prime I think time I like this better which, than all which, those. which we haven't reviewed either one honest. of those yet but uh next to that the brown derby there's really not you know and then um hollywood um Hollywood, uh, um, what am I thinking about? Hollywood and Vine. Hollywood and Vine. But mm. we've been to all of those, and we'll review those in, in due course. But uh, we're going through the whole. I would we'll say go through this all is my them. favorite. But out of all of them at Hollywood Studios, this was this was a very solid sit-down option. Yes, I would choose it. Anything else on Mama Mo Roses? No, I think we covered it. Okay. Wait a minute. There was one last thing. Oh. I'll turn off the theme music. Go ahead, Mindy. For November, remember? Yes, go ahead. For the, for the month of November, I wanted to do a little gratitude thing at the end. And I was thinking, like, you could do what you're grateful for just in general. Or you could do what you're grateful for at Disney World. So, do you want me to go first or do you want to go first? Lead the way. Okay. I'll go ahead and do the grateful Disney, like Disney World stuff, because I think Disney World catches a lot of flack, you know, in the news and stuff. And I would say something I'm grateful for that involves Disney is the options that are there that are not um, free, or I mean, that are not paid for, that are free. I think it's really neat that you can do some of these. Um, free options that give you family memories. Right. So a grateful thing for me is that I can go there, I can do my pay my way in to go to the parks, but I can take a day and say, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy being here, I'm going to enjoy family time, and I'm going to enjoy some stuff that's just here, that's just free, and make memories with my family. And I think sometimes... Not that we don't do a good job of that. I think sometimes we I need think sometimes we don't. to take a step back and we need to enjoy more of that. Yeah. We get so hung up on, I got to go to this ride. I got to do this attraction. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And then it's like, wait a minute. There's so many awesome things that are there at your fingertips that are, are memories that don't involve waiting in lines and you know, spending money and you're just, you're just being together and, and yeah. your family time and, and you're like, one of the beautiful. biggest pitfalls is I have spent all this money yeah. for this theme park ticket. So I'm going to stay to the beginning of yeah. the day, to the end of the day. And, and, and I, I totally, ride as many rides as I possibly and I totally can. understand that because we end up doing that 99.9% of the time ourselves. But sometimes I think some of the best experiences that we have had have been when we weren't so much yeah. as in a rush to get around right. where things just kind of happened on yeah. their own. I don't know. I just sometimes you you do a good job of trying to ground really me with win. that. Yeah. Because I am I'm the one that's kinda of like, well, we gotta get going, we gotta get back to the to the parks, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. And I think you're a little bit better at you know, slow your roll, calm yeah. down. You're, you're, the kids want to swim. That's right. They're having so much fun. Right. Let's just take, you know, a couple hours and chill. 
Let them swim. And relax. I'm just like, oh my gosh, we spent all this on a park it. ticket. And we yes, gotta I know go. We and blah, blah, blah. I get it. Or we got this but reservation. This is, or this is vacation. Yeah. This yeah. is family time. It is. This is it memories. Is. And I'm getting better. I'm, and you are. You I'm are. Get, I'm getting better. It's it's all about being together, making the memories, and slow down, step back, and just relax and enjoy. You know, I don't want to piggyback totally off of what you just kind of said but but, i mean really one of the biggest things that i'm grateful for um besides obviously family in general and you know and being able to actually do this podcast with you yeah it's just you know it's it's a it's a big stress reliever for for me it's something i really enjoy doing this is something that's it's time that you and i get to spend together every week and but as far as the walt disney world resort and the memories and i know we say that a lot on this uh, podcast but it really is something that can be said about the memories that we get to share i know i've shared with the listeners um my my background of why i like walt disney world resort so much but uh the, the actual memories being able to just have those with you know all three of our children with you mindy it it's it's an amazing thing and and just taking the time to take a step back, relax a little bit, and not try to get so worked up. Because like you said, Mindy, it is vacation, but, you know... It's I, easy to get home. You know what we should do sometimes? The next sometime? One of the you times know. when we go, if we're like going for, let's say, hypothetically for seven days, maybe we should force ourselves into we're only going into the parks for five out of the seven days. Yeah. Force ourselves into taking a resort day. Force yourself into yeah. taking a day where you go to Disney Springs and, and just and you know say you know what we're gonna swim, we're gonna go. Um, <coughs> sorry, I'm sorry Bless for sneezing. Um, we're gonna do these things and we're gonna spend time together and we're gonna just. I don't even care about having two resort days or whatever. No, but step back and say you know what? Stop. We can do our rides if everybody did one thing that they enjoy. Sometimes it's nice to just step back and like have a beverage, have a snack, sit down and people watch, um, just watch your kids splash around in like some little fountain thing. When we typically have to go you until know, I get out of the heat. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sit down yeah. and like watching the Hall of Presidents. It was just like, that's not that's, a hustle and bustle thing, but it's, it's very nice, nice to just it's sit neat. down and watch something inspirational and and it is so, and is, we don't is, do right. a lot of disney springs and i think we should because there's so much over there and, you know and we've been and we've been down there a handful of times but every time we've been down there we've enjoyed ourselves yeah and it's kind of like why don't we go there yeah. more often than we what totally we do should. Um, totally and the kids should. like it too. The kids like it yeah. down there too because they got some really cool shopping places like the whole lego thing mm-hmm. and everything down there definitely and, but uh, I like that, Mindy. We'll we'll do that next episode too. Yes, we'll we'll, we'll continue to uh, um, for November for for November. And it's good for your happiness. Yes, it if is. If anybody's listening, to think of something you're grateful for every day because it focuses your brain on something positive. And with all the stress in everybody's lives, you know, it's a good thing to do. So. Absolutely. Thank you, Mindy. I think that is something. Uh, that's going to be beneficial, and I'm looking forward to doing that for the rest of this month. Anything else before I uh, close out the show? No, I'm good. Okay. Thank you, hon. If you have any questions about anything discussed in today's show, please email Mindy and I at wdwchasers at gmail.com. We want to hear from you guys. We want your ideas. And uh, we are on Facebook. 
Just search WDW Chasers and look for our logo. It's a closed group. Please feel free to join our group. Thank you for listening to the show. And remember, whatever your dream is, don't be afraid to chase it. Until next time, Derek and Mindy Chaser, Chasing Away.